this young team didn't find a way to close it up by the defense not finishing it, and the offense had two opportunities, too, to go down and win, and they didn't. That's all part of this growing pains, which everybody said that they were okay with, but then when it actually happens, you're sitting there saying, what the hell's going on? Why didn't you win this game? <laughs> well, yeah. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. And a good Monday morning to you. Eric in for Vince, Adam Roberts in studio with us today. Thank you, Adam, for your hard work today. Well, you're very welcome, Eric. Debbie Lazka's got the roads. Brandon is off today, and Greg Pancake Hill keeping us all in line. So it's a unique day today. See, Vince, oh, yeah. Vince is off, but he's not off-off. He's working. In fact, he's already on his way in. Yep, we work. can confirm uh, <laughs> pictures from I-94 as he headed uh, uh, by Alverno. He's got some great pictures. If you are on X, still weird to say, uh, Vince posting a picture this morning of his commute, which raises a few questions, but the picture itself, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, friend of show, WTMJ meteorologist Craig Copleen, explaining the picture, which makes it look, you've seen it if you've driven close to Lake Michigan mornings like this, a little chilly, and the effect you'll see when you look at the lake and the clouds are kind of right over it, and it looks like very briefly, we are in the Rockies here in southeast Wisconsin, uh, driving by and capturing the moment on his way in. But no, those are not mountains. Those are clouds. So here's the deal. So awkward day. So Vince is going to work the afternoon show today. So Mercure, as you know, is in Norway. Greg Matzik is off today. So we needed to kind of split things up so someone could handle the afternoon. So Vince is going to work the afternoon show. But I need to golf today, Adam. Need? Is I this need a need or a want? You get in trouble if you don't. On behalf of the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, I am participating in their fundraiser today in Lake Geneva. So I'm so proud to be a part of that. As you guys know, I'm type 1 diabetic myself and uh, love to help as much as I can with that and um, helping with the one walk that comes up here in October in Greenfield Park. So anyway, I need to golf, Debbie. Adam, yes, I need to golf. You have so to. Be- because of that, I have to like jet out of here very quickly. So Vince is actually going to come in early. Yep. We're going to do the heart in wrestling. This is a wrestling term I like to use because I, fun fact, used to be a pro wrestling commentator, and this is what we call the hot tag. Hmm. You're going to hot tag (laughs) in, and he's going to come in with a storm of energy, and he's going to look over and be like, "Eh, oh, Adam, you're in here. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's go. Yeah, so then you guys will be good to go. So he's going to take care of part of the 8 o'clock hour, then you're going to hear Vince from 3 until 6 tonight as uh, we just uh, do one of those unique days in uh, on WDTMJ lineup history. 714 right now. Lots to get to in sports. We'll do it in a minute. And sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it is worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Well, I mean, it was a good game. But the Packers end up on the losing side of things as they fall late to the Atlanta Falcons. The final score, 25-24. They're up they're up by 12 going into the fourth quarter, and it just was never the same after that. I saw it. They shredded us consistently. That's right, head coach Matt LaFleur. They uh, did shred you there near the end. Atlanta just could not stop scoring. They win by one. LaFleur very unhappy with how the defense played there at the end. Obviously very disappointed that when you have a 12-point lead in the second half and you don't make the plays that um, and don't play complimentary football, and then when you have mistakes, all those get magnified. And so uh, disappointed. you got to give credit to Atlanta. They battled. 
uh, and did a better job than us, obviously. Jordan Love was okay. He, he was decent. Obviously, always going to be some things you learn when it's only been a couple of starts for him. But 151 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, playing without a lot of guys. No Aaron Jones, no Christian Watson, no David Bakhtiari, which is that's going to become a, a thing now because there's reports that maybe Bakhtiari set out the game because he didn't want to play on the field. He was boycotting the field, the turf. Ah, uh, yes, you know. But as they do. Uh, other thing to note about this game, though, um, Eric, Desmond Ritter, he's a sleeper. Yeah. Atlanta might have something very special. And now mm. I know that has been a city of a revolving door quarterback play over the last five, six years since Matt Ryan kind of fell off. That 28-3 thing, it's still crazy to think we're sitting now, what, seven years since then? And it still lingers over that yeah. city like a cloud. Packers now 1-1. One and one. So are the Lions, who lost to the Seahawks. So they are in first place. Injury news. Offensive lineman Elton Jenkins lost to a knee injury. Sounds like an MCL sprain, according to Ian Rappaport. So he'll get an MRI this week. Speaking of quarterbacks, just be happy you don't have Justin Fields. He threw another pick six yesterday as the Bears fell to the Buccaneers. The Bears are who we thought they were. They are now 0-2. <laughs> Gonna take the north and never give it back. Okay. Up next for the Packers, the Saints at home, Lambeau Field, first home game of the year on Sunday, noon start for the Pack. Brewers, they fall to the Nationals yesterday, 2 1 in 11 innings, but still, crew looking good right now. The magic number is seven to clinch the NL Central. They have a six and a half game lead into first place over the Cubs. It's an interesting thing uh, since we're in the world of baseball. Eric, did you see over the weekend there were, were the reports around Shohei Otani? So he cleared out, the locker was cleared out, yeah. which I think everyone kind of understood to be, okay, he's done for the year. Angels are kind of middling in the AL West right, right, right. now. They're and kind he's of hurt. out of, yeah. they are officially eliminated, but they turn into this, all of his stuff has gone missing. Find out more tomorrow when we have an exclusive preview. Because you wouldn't leave anything in the locker room anyway. Once no. you're done, you're done. Right. And again, we all knew his season was over. Why did this become a... It's a secret. It's a mystery. Will Giannis stay in Milwaukee? Yeah, that's just <laughs> one of those things. Oh, and we'll wrap with this. So there's been a lot of talk about Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey and his crush on superstar Taylor Swift. And could they be an item? Could they be a thing? And he's even talked about it on his podcast with his brother. Oh, you know what? I'd love to get her my digits, yada, yada. There's been talk that they've been seen together. And Ian Eagle on CBS made sure to mention this very coy during uh, Kelsey's touchdown with the Chiefs yesterday over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kelsey finds a blank space. For the score. Yes, there you go. There you go. Well done. Dynamic duel of one-liners, Ian Eagle and Kevin Harlan. Right. Those two called the game together. Just This is a preseason game. Throw all contracts out the window. It would be one-liner gold. 719. Time to bust the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go. Yes, we do it every Monday. What can we expect in the week ahead? Here's a couple of highlights that we are looking forward to. AmFam Field funding is unveiled finally today. So what will the fight look like afterward? We'll find out. But today's the day that lawmakers are going to announce their funding plan for the maintenance of American Family Field. Now, we don't know all the details yet, but the Journal Sentinel has this. They say the plan's going to be to spend more than $600 million of state and local dollars on the field's long-term renovations. And details of that bill, which need approval, by the way, from the legislature and the governor, are expected to come out 
today. There will be some money from Milwaukee County and the city of Milwaukee as well. That's right, Eric, and I will be at American Family Field later this morning on WTMJ, providing all the details as they become available. Very curious to hear what Assembly Speaker Robin Voss is going to unveil, and more importantly, how he phrases this, I think. I'm going to be listening for. And I'm very curious to see if they have the votes. Will they have the votes? I would assume yes, Mm -hmm. but we'll see how that goes. Okay, starting tomorrow, voter registration day, of course, as we get closer and closer into the presidential campaigning. President Biden travels to New York City tomorrow to address the United Nations. Among the world leaders in attendance will be Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. He will be there as well. They're scheduled to address the assembly also. So Biden and Zelensky will also meet at some point when they're at the U.N. this week. On Wednesday, a big day in Madison, actually more of an anticlimactic day than anything else. Governor Evers calling a special legislative session. This one on uh, child care and child care services, family leave programs, UW system. He's targeting uh, the state's worker shortage problem. He wants the legislature to come in for a special session on that. What will likely happen is they'll gavel in, gavel out. Mm -hmm. As uh, has been the case for many of these similar issues. On Friday, do they still line up for the new iPhones? Apple iPhone 15 and iPhone 15 Pro go on sale on Friday. I don't think so. I haven't lined up for anything since the last Harry Potter book came out. (laughs) CNN says if history is any indication, you can expect the Apple faithful to begin lining up the night before. I can't believe that's still happening. Neither can I, especially with online ordering and pre-ordering as well, where you can get your spot in line virtually. Why would you? And by the way, Apple also dropping a new operating system this week that might have some new bells and whistles in it. On Saturday and Sunday of this weekend, Doors Open Milwaukee will take place. This is always pretty cool. 130 different locations across the city will be available for you to walk through starting Saturday morning. And I mentioned to you in a break that we will not be one of those no. facilities, but with all the partners and other people associated with our friends here at WTMJ, it feels a yeah. lot like Doors Open every day. It is always very busy in here, although Grafe is going to be open. So Grafe is just moved downtown a couple of years ago, and they're in the same building we are. So if you come in to the 3rd Street Market on Saturday or Sunday and see Grafe, then you can always look through the window and wave at us. But don't bang on the glass, please. Entertainment news. Yeah. All right. so here's some entertainment news. Can you name a supermodel? One of the iconic supermodels of all time? Do you guys have anyone on your list? Giselle comes to mind for me. Okay. Debbie, you got Yeah, Heidi Klum is one that jumps out and uh, I can't remember her name. The lady who was a judge on America's Next Top Model back in the day. Okay. Well, four of the women who inspired the term supermodel getting some overdue recognition, a new docuseries that premieres Wednesday on Apple TV plus the supermodels It'll feature models Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, Linda Evangelista. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And Christy Turlington. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's starting Wednesday. Janice Dickinson. That's her name. Oh, there you go. (laughs) There you go. Don't forget RuPaul. And hitting the theaters on Friday, Sylvester Stallone slides back on the silver screen for Expendables 4. Because that's what we needed, another Expendables. I think that's in kind of the name, isn't it? Expendable. You know, you can just keep bringing it back. Always need something. The magic number just keeps ticking down. Sophia Minner joins us for Brewers 360 at 745. As the ongoing writer's strike continuing out in Hollywood, a reversal from Drew Barrymore, the actress and talk show host, now saying she will honor striking writers and halt the production ongoing for her daytime TV show. Drew Barrymore faced a barrage of criticism after she previously announced that her talk show would resume production without her staff WGA writers, despite their striking the show. 
In a social media post, she doubled down, saying it was, quote, bigger than me and there are other people's jobs on the line. But the backlash continued. And finally, over the weekend, Barrymore posting on Instagram, I have listened to everyone and I am making the decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words to express my deepest apologies to anyone I have hurt. Dave Packer, ABC News. So this is, Eric, kind of feels like the polar opposite of what Bill Mayer has been doing with his show, where he said that the show's coming back. Writers are striking, and yeah, I'm with you, but we, I got a show to do. <laughs> and, and money to make. Yeah, yeah, yes, the, the big one. And it, so that's the first thing I think about. And then the second thing I was mentioning to you off-air earlier, did you see The Rock, Dwayne, making a few runs on ESPN this weekend, calling him the biggest high A-listed actor of all time, maybe, mm-hmm. eh, but right now, certainly, sure. not uh, being able to do any video or film production for himself, but he's got the name, and ESPN wants him in. McAfee, oh, they right. were like best buddies. Yeah. And then he also made an appearance on Friday Night SmackDown, along with McAfee. So and Rock, he's with Deion Sanders yeah. at, at the Colorado game. So. so working around that uh, whole situation, this is crazy to think that like, we're a nation right now of strikes. There's this one. We've got the auto worker strike, mm-hmm. nurses strikes yep. potentially, and this in particular, this strike. Is they're saying the I've been you know we've been hearing the auto strike could uh, be solved relatively quote unquote mm-hmm. quickly. And they're this kind of picking one, and choosing where those factories are. This writer strike still seems like there is absolutely no end in sight. Seven thirty nine. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano, Eric Bilstead in for Vince, Adam Roberts in studio with us, Debbie Lazga keeping track of the roads. Vince will be in later this morning. He's also on the afternoon show since we're a little thin today. No Greg, no John Mercure this afternoon, so Vince is pulling a kind of a double duty. <laughs> He's working this afternoon. He's also coming in during the 8 o'clock hour this morning. So I don't know maybe if anyone in our on our staff of people who host shows that would probably be more fitting for this to happen to than Vince. Like He just has always come across. I mean, I've known him for about a year now. He's always come across as that guy that will say, oh, right. yeah, no, I'll be here and I'll do part of the morning show. And you need me in the afternoon, I'll do that too. Yeah, this is need what me to does. go to run yeah. uh, an event in the evening, sure. Mm-hmm. Just don't have it be croquet. That might get rained out. Right, right. And then he'll still try to play, though. Uh, so today, a couple of big stories. We have the uh, the abortion services returning to Wisconsin at two Planned Parenthood sites. That begins later today, later in the next couple of hours, actually, less than an hour or two from now. The other big story that we expect to hear from is we'll get that deal now officially from lawmakers on how we are going to fund the maintenance for American Family Field. Uh, news conference is going to take place mid mid-morning. Robin Voss and others will be there. So there's two stories here. There's the story of, okay, they have a deal done. The next story is, all right, do you have the votes? And that is kind of the penultimate question here, because it would seem if you don't, it never makes it to the governor's desk. We're right back at square one. I mentioned earlier, I'll be at the press fair later this morning. I'll provide an update here on WTMJ once we do get that official word and get some concrete numbers. I'm curious to know... Of whatever it is, the journal's reporting it's about six hundred million. I've seen mm-hmm. other reports seven hundred million. Whatever that number is, the sticking point for people and the thing that I noted: county and city taxpayers' contribution. It's going to be a, a thing yep. again. And I, there's also the report that the brewers will kick in a little, a little bit themselves. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we know how this story goes. It's something the area lived through 25, 30 years ago. We're living through it again. Other cities deal with this. Just look at Oakland. 
and how that whole situation panned out. I'm not saying there's the same situation, but I'm curious to know what the percentage contributions will be to that final number for the public. We will learn in just a couple of hours. It's 745 Brewers 360s next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Brewers. Much more in the Brewers here in one second, but first we'll get to the Packers. Packers fall 25-24 to the Falcons. They play the Saints coming up next. That's noon at Lambeau Field on Sunday. Much more on David Bakhtiari and what may be happening with his knee or maybe not. We'll check in with Mark Tauscher here in about five minutes. The Brewers fall to the Nationals, but still a successful homestand for them. They lose 2-1 in 11 innings. Up next, the Cardinals. Brewers 360 sponsored by Holiday Automotive, and now it's the hunt for Brew October. Brought to you by Network Health and Delta Dental. That's right. The magic number, Sophia, is seven, I believe, if I'm doing my math correct. So now we are at the single digits for that magic number. Now it's getting serious. Yeah, now, yeah, now, it, get, now it starts to get serious. Um, yeah, like you said, the uh, even though the Brewers lost yesterday, the Cubs got swept last night in Arizona, so that did help the magic number. It's down to seven. Um, the division lead is six and a half over the Cubs. So, um, you know, it's kind of crazy. They're on the last road trip now. So four here in St. Louis, um, three against the Marlins. That could be a really big series. The Marlins are still very much in the wild card picture and then back home for the last last homestand. When does it really ramp up, like, in the clubhouse? When it gets about three and two, or is it already there? I mean, are you noticing it? Is it talked about, or is that something that you try to keep quiet on? Yeah, we all know, right? Like, we all know, like, what the standings are, what the record is, you know, what the math is, but it's, you really can't get too far ahead of yourself. Um, I mean, you still have to have a, a really good week here this week, um, and, and you know that like there's still two weeks left to play here. And so I think they're more focused on like, let's just keep doing what we're doing well. Um, and then, you know, you hope that like, if you keep doing that, then, then you ultimately get it done. So yeah, we're, we're, we're all aware. Um, you know, I think the players are, are honestly just more happy with how they're playing and how everyone's contributing and, you feel like if they can keep that going, then they're in a good spot. And it seems like that's where Craig Council is just at his best. Like, this is just his M.O., to just keep them day by day, don't get too high, don't get too low. Yeah, and I think, I think honestly, you're just forced to be that way. Um, and, and Craig does a great job of that because he, he's always on to the next moment, the next decision. You know, we, we had a great shot of, you know, Saturday night. What a great game. Mark Hanna's go-ahead grand slam in the eighth inning, just one of the best moments of the season. Right. And while everybody is celebrating in the dugout, Craig immediately turns around and goes to the bullpen phone to make a change with, you know, Trevor McGill was getting loose, and then he wanted Hobie Milner to come in the game. So it was like as soon as Mark hit the ball and it was a no-doubter, Craig turns around and goes to the phone. You know, it's hmm. like that's how locked in, you know, he is. And... um that's kind of what you have to do. You know, you just, you're, you're always kind of, especially this stretch right now, 17 straight games, you know, you're just forced to kind of focus on that day. Hey, Sophia, real quickly for you before we go, we're up against it here, but the other big story I noted, you mentioned that game Saturday with Canna. 
the rain was a big thing for people as some of the uh, rain from Saturday night that moved through came through the Yamfam roof. Uh, I know this is not a isolated incident. It's certainly not the first time that's happened. Uh, how frequent would you say that this occurs with that stadium roof? Very rarely. Um, to be honest, like there, it, it wasn't even that long. I mean, you could see some drops coming in, um, but yeah, very rarely. Uh, very, very rarely. It's, it has to be such a heavy rain right. for it to even come through the roof that it, it very, very rarely happens. Well, it should be a great week. Who knows what we'll be talking about next Monday. Things will be different then. Sophia Minard, thank you. All right. Have a great day. Sophia Minard on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline for Brewers 360. we got to end it with this. Finnegan looks in to Canna. First offering to him. And a drive out to left. This is high. Deep. Idea Man. You remember when Sammy Sosa yeah. missed games because he sneezed? Innovator. I can't ever imagine having to go into our trainer's office and say, hey, I can't practice today. I sneeze too hard. So I do the triple, I, I sneeze in small increments. And Packers Hall of Famer. That was kind of the catalyst for me always. The way I've changed my sneezing pattern was because of Sammy Sosa's injury. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. All right, Tausch, lots to get to. Mark Tausch for joining us on Wisconsin's Morning News. So we have the situation where the defense got shredded, to use the coach's words, at the end of the game. And then we have the David Bakhtiari situation. Where should we start? Where would you like to start? Well, let's start with the defense and the shreddedness of it. And it's, uh, it's odd to hear Matt LaFleur kind of say that because, you know, he's always taking accountability. And you know, so I, I thought that was really eye-opening. But I just – I watched that game yesterday – and I came out of there feeling a lot better about it than Packer fans. We did our post-game show, uh, Green Bay game night last night, and I was—I understood that people were disappointed in what the defense did. I think there's a couple of things I look at. A, their running back Bijan is a stud. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he caused a lot of problems. But I really believe that this defense, the way it's uh, built, is going to be markedly better. And I know saying that today. People are looking at me like I'm nuts, and I get it because 200-some yards, the shredding was what it was. But I just think this D-line is different, and I think you're going to see a lot of improvement. They're being more aggressive. It's just that fourth quarter, if, if um, you know Jordan Love and if A.J. Dillon can get a first down on that, on that one drive, we win this game 24-17 to 17 or 24-18, to 18, whatever it was yesterday. We're feeling a lot better about where it is. So you always look at the result. And you can look at things that you can improve upon. But, man, there's a lot of things that came out of yesterday's game with all of the shortcomings that we had that I feel really good about as a Packer fan. Well, right, especially with all those guys that were out. Yeah, Aaron Jones out. Yeah, Christian Watson out. Elton Jenkins got hurt. So, I mean, being able to pull that off with some of your moneymakers not on the field ain't bad. Yeah, it's – I just – this is what is always funny to me from looking at it big picture. Uh we trade Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love steps in, and all offseason I'm hearing, we're going to go young. We're not bringing Mercedes Lewis back. We're not bringing Mason Crosby back because there's going to be growth opportunities. And I think everybody just assumed, well, we beat the Bears. 
this is a world-class Super Bowl winning team. And it's just not – that's not how this works. They're competitive tight games. And yesterday what's frustrating is we have, we're in position to win. But when you look at it, you just mentioned no David Bakhtiari, no Elton Jenkins, your two best linemen, your best speed threat wideout, your best player on offense are all out, and you have a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter. You have to learn how to close those games out, and you have to pick up those first downs. But that's why I am just not as – oh, my God, the sky is falling, as some Packer fans are. There's a lot of room to improve. But, man, I, I just felt like yesterday was a, you know, three quarters was fantastic. It was as good a football as you could have hoped for. And, unfortunately, this young team didn't find a way to close it up by the defense not finishing it. And the offense had two opportunities, too, to go down and win, and they didn't. That's all part of this growing pains, which everybody said that they were okay with. But then when it actually happens, you're sitting there saying, what the hell's going on? Why did you win this game? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's a fair point. Hey, uh, Tausch, real quick, something else obviously we got to bring up is David Bakhtiari. It was a story kind of heading into the game. He wasn't then he didn't end up playing. And then there was everything afterwards with the turf and why that may or may not have been the reason he was on. To your teammate, uh, Mark Chimura had this to say. Tell you what, if this is a, a, spite, a spiteful thing, I would cut his ass. I would flat out cut his ass to send a message. Is that a poster for overreaction Monday or not? Yeah, that's completely overreaction because you already paid him. And I think until you get the information, nobody said that he didn't play on turf. Now, is that possible? Absolutely it is. But did David Bakhtiari, when they were talking about redoing his deal, I was surprised they brought David back at the cap number that they did. And when you're going youth movement and all those things. But when you decided that, everybody knows David Bakhtiari's stance on turf. Is there a chance that him and Goody and their representative sat down and said, listen, I want to get you for 13 or 14 weeks. I want to get you as many games as we can play. And David said, if I play on turf, I'm going to miss a couple weeks because my swelling will go up and you know injury, all that. If that's the case, then all of us that are talking about this, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. But if this was just David saying, I ain't playing on turf, and the Packers were shell-shocked by it, they have to have to wait and see. I'm sure we'll get more clarity today. Absolutely. Good stuff, Taj. Thanks, pal. You bet, guys.